Ladies and gentlemen, guess what? We are back after a little more than two weeks off, I believe it is. Uh, this is Shoe Booty Sports coming at you uh, Wednesday night, a little a day later than usual. Uh, but yeah, here we are nonetheless. Didn't go anywhere for good, just took a short, uh, short vacation via Euro trip. Had a great time. We might touch up on that if we uh, run out of stuff to talk about, but I don't think that's going to happen tonight. Uh, we've got a lot to catch up on, and of course it all happened as pretty much as soon as we got, hopped on the plane. And like at the airport, we got uh, big news uh, coming from Arkansas football. We'll catch up on that in a second. Uh, first, let's reintroduce ourselves. I'm your host, Graham Powell, co-host Bradley Brown there. Say what's up, Brad, in case you all forgot. What's happening? A lot of stuff. Let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor. I'm rocking their t-shirt right now. For those of you watching on Spotify and YouTube, Rhino Races is our sponsor. Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. You can sign up for one or all five of their races at rhinoraces.com. Run your race at your convenience. Track it with your fitness app of choice. Screenshot your results as proof of completion. Submit that screenshot to rhinoraces.com under the Submit Results section. Once your results are verified by Rhino Races staff, your award will be shipped to you by mail. Also, check out their gear section for t-shirts, wristbands, decals, and more. That's rhinoraces.com. Rhino Races is the premier virtual running series. And you can find us, Shoe Booty Sports, on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at Shoe Booty Sports. I haven't done that in a couple of weeks. I was making sure I still had it. Yeah. Okay, so you and I sitting at the airport. Brad and I went to Europe uh, for our for our vacation. Had a great time. Awesome trip. But as we're sitting in the Chicago airport there at O'Hare, waiting to board our flight, had a long layover. Uh, something pops up on my Twitter, I believe it was, notification saying, it was essentially a done deal just about that Bobby Petrino was going to be named the offensive coordinator at the University of Arkansas. I thought it was I thought it was a fake thing. I thought it was like a parody tweet type of thing. And yep. I believe showing it to you saying this can't be real, right? And then just the more you dive into it, you find out it was legit and then I think that the next day uh, Bobby, I think it was the next day Petrino was introduced at the Duke game, or at least he was there in attendance with uh, Sam Pittman. And yeah, uh, Bobby Petrino is the new coordinator, offense coordinator at the University of Arkansas. And for those of you wondering why we're kind of leading off with that, with everything that's happened, of course, us being U of A alums, but around kind of fresh off were, were we still in school yeah weren't, we were still in school when Petrino took over as the head coach at Arkansas during his first trip there right yeah I think we might have been still in school it was a long time ago but yeah, I think yeah we were it was but yeah it was the toward the very end of our days there at the U of A at least as students and yeah Petrino was the head coach at Arkansas for four seasons, took over a program that was not in the dumps like it, we've seen in recent years, but it was definitely on the downside. Uh, 
wasn't the prettiest exit for the previous head coach, Houston Nut, as far as just uh, uh, fans that kind of seen enough and were ready to see something different. And to sum it up, Petrino came in, went five and seven his first season, and then the team just got steadily better. Then they went eight and five, I believe, uh, won a bowl game, went 10 and three the next year, got to the Sugar Bowl and lost a close one to Ohio State, and then won the Cotton Bowl. And Petrino, what ended up being Petrino's last season, going 11 and two and finishing number five rank, uh, nationally ranked. And so you're, we're just like, all right, we're a top program right now. We being Arkansas, fans are excited. Then the motorcycle wreck happens. Ar- like it, it was very Arkansas. Like we yeah. just, they can't have nice things. Motorcycle wreck, blonde on the back. Like student intern was on the volleyball team and was also on Petrino's team and <laughs> meaning a, a fair and money was given out for a car, things of that, things like that. And y- you can go Google the rest if you want to, but long story short, Petrino out as the head coach. And then Arkansas has just been trying to recover since. Had some couple of good seasons here and there, but nothing close to the success that Petrino saw in his last two last two seasons at Arkansas. So fans have really welcomed this hire back. And yeah, Petrino's been welcomed back with wide open arms uh, by the Razorback Faithful. And Sam Pittman. Couldn't have gone into the offseason with any less momentum the, after the way that Missouri game ended. Uh, just an abysmal showing in two of your last three performances. Couldn't have gone into the offseason with less momentum. How do you, how do you turn that around? He, he knew he had to make a big splash, and I'd say he made a big splash. Yeah, I think that splashed all the water out of the pool with that hire so yeah hell of a splash all right so as far as it's it's the right move right i mean is the is there anything there's no other direction you could have gone to make a more positive impact of course there are going to be naysayers no matter what you do yeah and people that don't like it but if you want to win football games, and, and the last last time Petrino was in Fayetteville was was it last season? Yeah, he was the head coach at Missouri State, and yep. yeah, and, and that team outplayed Arkansas. Uh, Petrino coached circles around Sam Pittman and and the yep. staff that was there last year. It wasn't even close. Had the Roles been reversed, and I said it on this show. If Petrino were the head coach of the Razorbacks then, and Pittman were the head coach of Missouri State, Arkansas would have won seventy to nothing. Like it, it, but it was a it was a close game for a while, and yeah, you could see Petrino's play calling ability hasn't you know ha- hasn't gotten. It, it's still great. Yeah, it's still great, and. Yeah, A and he was he was the coordinator at A and M. Of course, Jimbo gets ousted, and so the crew's going to go with him. And 
Yeah, Petrino lands at Arkansas, and he seems pretty excited about it. You know, posting a picture on Twitter of Ryan Mallett saying, uh, going home, let's finish what we started. You know, that was the gist of it, essentially. And, yeah, this is uh, this is something to be excited about if you're raised back fans. I still can't believe it's true, but uh, it is. So, <laughs> pretty exciting. Yes. And I'm almost waiting for something to, to screw it up. You know, like I'm waiting for something to go wrong to where it's, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. we're, we've gotten used to that at this point. Our Arkansas football is almost, it, it's similar to the New York Jets in that regard. You know, they just can't have nice things. Like they get Aaron Rodgers for four plays and then he's done for the season. And, uh, but Zach Wilson actually played pretty well, uh, in their last game, uh, what, what Sunday? Was it Sunday yeah. they played? Yeah, he actually yeah. played pretty well there. But the point is, I'm just waiting for something to screw it up. But I let, let's hope that's not the case. Is KJ Jefferson, is he transferring? I haven't gotten an official word on that, but it seems like probably transfer. Point. Yeah, probably, but we're probably not going to hear anything on that for another week or so. I'm guessing he's got uh, some contract obligations to uh, fully receive all of his NIL money. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. But right now, I mean, if he stays, even if he leaves, our quarterback room is pretty dang crowded with uh, the new transfers that we have coming in. So I doubt he stays. But, yeah, we'll see. I just know the Boise State guy. I know Chris Wells is going to be there, and I just know the Boise State guy that's coming over. I don't know if he can play or not, but who else is there? I don't know. I've the I've seen like five enough, or six names. Yeah, five or six names that included KJ. So we will see. I know Chris Paul is transferring to Ole Miss, which yeah seems kind of lousy. I mean, I get it. You're going to a better team, and kind of it's it's more of a trendy thing to do right now to go to a an Ole Miss team that's getting talked about and you know a yeah. head coach that's uh I don't know it's it's the cool thing to go do to go to go play with Lane Kiffin and did I you guess. see what he said he he said that they told him that they needed someone to come lead their defense so that's why he went like he he wasn't even leading Arkansas's defense so what the hell so no I mean he it's He's all about he, money. Yeah, well, he he's justifying going and playing for a better team and a, yeah. a better situation. I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, right away, at least, and yeah. so that's why he's doing it. And it, you know, I'd I'd have more respect for if you just come out and say that, like, like this is a better situation. This is what I want to go do. I'd I'd have I'd have more respect for that. And he can. I mean, he can do that. It's. That's what we've we have now with the transfer portal. Like I don't like it. I mean, I, I don't like what this has turned into. But you could kind of see that this was going to happen. Mm. It's and it's weird when guys like like Isaac Tesla, Tesla, however you say his last name, is just putting out like a, a statement saying he's returning to the U of A. Like, where were you gonna go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, what it's not like you were gonna declare for the draft. Like, like, why is it, and people are making, like, you see the Facebook fans get on there and comment, um, 
awesome, uh, you great teammate, player. Welcome back. You know, same stuff, same generic stuff. But it's that's weird, you know. Like, why do you yeah. even need to say anything at all? But yeah, Chris Paul going and playing for the better team and the better situation. It's lousy. I, I call it lousy just because you're going to a division rival. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's don't don't expect to. And I I don't know if he's one of the guys that put out once a hog always a hog. Uh, but forget that. You know if if you if you leave and go to another school, much less a division rival to play right away. No, forget that. That's out the window, man. You left. You're going to get booed like LeBron did when he came back to Cleveland when he was with Miami. No. And you and you should expect and deserve that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, if that's what you're going to do. Keep it clean, fans. Keep it clean. Don't, you know, don't say anything too derogatory. But you're well within your right to boo uh, for, for something like that. That's That's just a lousy move to me. And that's yeah. something that, I would I would expect I I would expect to receive some backlash if I were to if I were to do that. And rightfully so, to be honest. But at the end yeah, of the day, th- it's it's not me, so whatever it's his life. But go yeah. go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say another big name that's leaving is Rocket Sanders. He is transferring to South Carolina, which is a different situation. We don't play South Carolina next year. He only has one more year of eligibility. Uh, I say go for it. Go get injured in the first two games of the season somewhere else. Best of luck to your Rocket. Yeah, and, and Brad's not wishing that. I mean, he's just he is I, he's essentially saying kinda, what we've seen. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that he was going to stick around and be our you know left tackle or something next year on the offensive line that dude got pretty big yeah he he wasn't near as quick and shifty as he as he was last season not not even close i mean you could tell he was noticeably no. bigger and to me not in a good way uh the way augusta played down the stretch despite the terrible offensive line etc you you could see a burst there that rocket didn't have uh, yeah. or any or any of the running backs. That's why Green left. I I, I think you yeah. could see like, hey, this is going to be the guy and should be the guy. Should be. Yeah. I mean, you still got to have somebody blocking for you. That's where I, I need to see the most improvement. We all need to see the most improvement. Or doesn't matter who Pittman brings in. He's going to be out as head coach next year if that doesn't improve significantly. But yeah, yeah it, think- it's we're not. We're, it's weird. You got a guy who was a Rocket Sanders being a 1,400 plus yard rusher a, a season prior. And I don't know that he cracked 300 yards this season. So I'm not even sure he cracked 200 yards. Yeah. He might have in that one game against, uh, you know, whoever it was, uh, French Dip Tech or, or whoever the heck they played in the next to last game. Yeah, he, I I think he had had like eighty six yards or something. Yeah, he, he had a decent game there, but that was it. It it was a very bad it was a very bad year from him. Yeah, could you see KJ going to like TCU, going over there and join uh, Browse? I I don't know the quarterback situation there at TCU. 
I've heard South Carolina. I've heard South Carolina mentioned with KJ Jefferson. South Carolina loves some Arkansas leftovers. Apparently, and I don't understand why, at least not on this team. Now, I mean, KJ Jefferson's a good quarterback. He's a good college quarterback. He just he just didn't have an offensive line this season. It's weird though, like the guy that is going to hold all all the passing records at the University of Arkansas isn't even going to finish his playing days there. Most yeah. likely. Like that's that's so weird. To, you know, but I just hope Pittman go like guys like, going back to guys like Tesla saying he's returning, being a division two transfer, Lipscomb College, something like that. I hope Sam Pittman knows he can actually recruit guys in power five conferences uh through the transfer portal. I hope he I hope he realizes that. Because stockpiling a bunch of division two and three talent isn't going to get it done in the SEC. Hopefully he learned that this season. Okay. Anything else to add with Razorback football before we move on? Nope. We'll just see what happens here in the next couple of weeks as far as transfer portal, but uh, I will be lots of changes. I will say this. Of course, Arkansas had some uh, Landon. Gosh, what's his last name? The first team all SEC defensive end captain. Oh, Jackson. Jackson Landon Jackson. Yeah, yeah Landon yeah, he's Jackson. He's coming back. He's coming back. So big return for the Hogs. True Hog there. Yeah. And I mean, would have would have been probably a first. I don't know if he'd have been a first round pick, but he he would have been pretty high up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Heck of a defensive end. One of the few bright spots there on the Arkansas defense. You get, yeah, you get he, three and a half sacks in one game against Bama. I mean, you're doing something right. Yeah. First team All SEC player. Other first team All SEC players. Cam Little and our punter. And that's not good when your kicker and punter are first team All SEC. It's her and. That's it, pretty much. Along with Lane I'm Jackson. surprised our punter got it, man. I've seen him shank quite a few this season. Yeah, he's had a lot of practice. He's had a lot of practice in the game. See, the, people saw so much of him that they just, you know, assumed he was one of the best. Yeah, but uh, Cam Little going pro, by the way. That's the other thing. Gonna, going going to enter should, the NFL yeah. draft. Draft as he should. Uh, probably the best kicker in college right now. I haven't seen anybody better. Heck of a leg, heck of a foot. Uh, was a great kicker at Arkansas, the best I ever saw at the University of Arkansas. So, lousy season, at least as a team. But for him, hell of a career. Congrats to him for going pro. And with that, we're going to move on. All right, so uh, Razorback basketball. When, when we were gone, I think, I think we were gone one night, and Arkansas beats Duke at home, gone being overseas. So, yeah. and then, you know, it's been, it's been up and down since, uh, Musk got kicked out of the, whatever game it was, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma's just had Arkansas's number. This has kind of been the Musk era though. Arkansas is expect big things are expected from a completely new team. And then they struggle some get knocked out of the top 25. But in the past few years, Pat, all three seasons, these past few seasons, the team has overcome those struggles, those early struggles, and have made deep runs in the, into the NCAA tournament. I don't know if this team can do that, but I, I'm not panicking yet just because that, that's what I'm used to seeing. 
you know, they could, they could win a game any given night and they can lose a game any, any given night. And that's a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think anybody's going to complain about, uh, you know, these teams, teams muscles put together and, and just the, the coaching during the game and everything leading up to and after. So just more to see, basically. And I, I need to see more before I have any kind of real opinion on it. All right. So, uh, let's, let's go to, all right. College football playoff stuff. Let's touch up on that. Did the committee get it right? Probably. Yes. I think they got it right. Even though there's a bunch of backlash leaving Florida state out, I can see why everybody had that feeling for the last three weeks, ever since their starting quarterback went down with that ankle injury. Uh, I think they got it right. I agree. It seems, it seems lousy and it is lousy. Uh, Florida, a Florida, Florida state went undefeated and got snubbed out of the college football playoff to with a one loss Alabama team making it, making it in over them, but a one loss Alabama team that has played significantly better since that one loss beats Georgia and can beat anybody. I'll say it. I think Alabama's the favorite. I think Alabama's the favorite to win it. And you could you could base I'll tell that Michigan off of that. Yeah. I, I you you could probably tell the Michigan room that. I mean, you saw their reaction when they when yeah. Alabama was announced as the fourth and final team. It was yeah. it wasn't little, exactly spirited. A little bit of pucker up in that room. Yeah, it was uh, kind of an oh, oh crap moment like that. Like that's what we get for being the number one team in the country. We got to play Alabama. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, and I'm interested in seeing the matchup. But I, to answer the question, I think the college football playoff committee got it right. I don't see how you can justify putting Florida State in there without their star quarterback. And expect them to, and 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 honestly, feel like you have the four best teams in there. Yeah. So I, I think they got it right. I think the SEC champion was going to get in, and somebody was going to get left out. And this is all changing, right? Isn't this all changing as as soon as next season, the college yeah, football playoff? Season, adding yeah. To it? And next season, I believe it's twelve teams. So. So many we'll games, like that's so yeah. that's so many games for college. I mean, I love to see it. I I love the idea, and especially if it plays out like it did this season, when there were so many deserving teams, mm-hmm. I, I I love to see it. But at the same time, that's a lot of football games for for college, man. Yeah, I, I love like I said, love football, love seeing it. And what when, when does this? How far does this go into? You know what I mean? Oh, like, how, how long are they going to be? Pl- how long are they going to be playing? Like, when does the season actually end? It's not going to be beginning of January anymore, I assume. Or are you going to start it sooner since you do get like a month off? You know I believe I mean? they'll start it sooner. Yes, they'll start it sooner. The top four seeds will, of course, have the first round buys. Um, yeah, I'm. Assu- I assume they'll start it sooner, and it'll probably go a week later. So. That would make the most sense. Well, 
I don't know, man. You start it one week sooner. That's like Christmas week. I doubt they do that. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're playing bowl games on Christmas Eve and the day True. after Christmas, th- things like that. Uh, but but a major game, I don't know. But you don't need a month off to start your playoffs. So, I mean, they're if especially if you're going to have twelve teams in it. Uh, that that equates to what? How how many more games? Let's say we we probably don't want to do that kind of math on this yeah. show, on the show. Four more four more games. Okay. Yeah, and that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of college. But you you have twelve regular season games, your conference championship, so that's thirteen. And you're going to go play four more games. I mean, the national champions are really going to earn it, you know. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to be your conference champion to to get in. Uh, what, what, and you're going to have those years where it's going to end like that. I mean, how how many times has Alabama won the national championship when they weren't even the SEC champion? They've done that a couple of times, right? Yeah. So that, that's going to happen. Year, so yeah. So, well, no, they're the SEC champion this year. So oh, well, they'll probably win another Natty this year. That that's my pick. I mean, do you have Alabama winning at all? Is that, is that is that the favorite? If I was a betting man, that's who I'd put my money on. Yeah, Milrow was light years better than he was at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he's a playmaker playing quarterback, but he can make throws here and there. Uh, Especially he, if you rush two and spy one, he yes, can make throws. Too. Yes, that too. But he made a heck of a play at the end of the Arkansas game when, when Arkansas played with them. I mean, played yeah. competitively with them. And, you know, it, it even had me believing for a second that, hey, they got a chance. Not that they're going to win. Like, hey, they got a chance, they being Arkansas. And then Mel- Milrow made a heck of a play to ice the game, essentially. Yeah. Um, Great SEC championship game, by the way. Uh, you and I watched it on your phone, at least what we could, essentially the whole game up until like the very end. And then we listened mm-hmm. to it on the radio. So we watched that night. Was it night one in Brussels? Or was it our last night in Brussels? This thing is night one. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, you're I, I believe you're I believe you're right. Yeah, that that was a that was a good time. Um, another game where Alabama gets all the calls. So, yeah, uh, uh, we did miss a pretty good Pac-12 championship game. Essentially, kind of like the first one, first meeting between those two, uh, Washington yep. and Oregon. And Washington wins it, goes undefeated in the regular season. Of course, they're the number two seed in the college football playoff. Uh, Bo Nix got knocked way out of the Heisman Trophy conversation after that. I didn't see his yes, numbers. Yes, he did. Yeah, but he he was our favorite going into it. He assuming... was my favorite. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, you you essentially said, I mean, you'd have to give it to I him said if, if he yeah, had a big game. I, yeah, if he wins that game, I said you you have to give it to him. But I, but I said Jaden Daniels. My money was on Jaden Daniels. Okay. Well, did you put money on it? No. Okay. Well, you should have. Because Jaden Daniels is your 2023 Heisman Trophy winner. 
And I would say the committee got that right too. Just, just now, if Bo Nix won that game, I would say you got to give it to him. But Jaden Daniels has had a heck of a season there for LSU. Has uh, put up, you know, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it, pretty damn good numbers. Uh, obviously, yeah, comparable to comparable to Burrow's numbers. So at LSU, uh, are they that good? Yeah, I think they were that good. Dude, Joe Burrow threw 60 touchdowns the year he won it. 60 I think he threw 60 touchdowns to like six picks or something like that. And I want to say he threw like five more in the national championship game. Like that, of course, that was an insane season. So I don't know if they were Burrow good, but good enough to win the Heisman Trophy for sure. So I think the committee got it right there. Penix Jr. Uh, finished second. And I don't even know who was third. Who, who who was even third? Who else was there at the ceremony? Yeah, me. Don't know. But yeah, committee got it right to me. Um, let's go back to tournament stuff. Uh, j- uh, jumping sports real quick. The The... The L.A. Lakers win the first ever NBA in-season tournament. They get a, they got a medal. They got the NBA Cup. And they really celebrated it. Like, I mean, really celebrated it like they won a championship. And I think that's, you know, some people have ripped that. I think that's a great thing. If you want to make this thing a big deal and have people interested in it, then you need the players to be excited for winning it. And I'm sure they're excited. They all got a $500,000 bonus, too. Yeah. That might be the thing they were most excited about. But to see guys like LeBron wanting to pop champagne and all that and celebrate, I mean, that's pretty cool to see. And uh, that's another thing for the GOAT conversation. I mean, how how many NBA in-season championships did uh, MJ win? You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be zero. Yeah, what a bum. It didn't exist. Yeah. What a a bum. I'm being facetious to everyone listening. Uh, Yeah, uh, for... Inaugural in-season tournament. I think it was a success, man. I think it was, uh, it got, it gave fans and players a reason to get excited about early season basketball. So, uh, to, to see the Lakers be excited to win it, you know, that that's pretty cool to me. I think it's a little, I think it's weird that they're going to hang a banner. Yeah. For it. It better be a very small banner, man. (laughs) Yeah, so it it can't be like the the world championship banners that they have. If you want to do a smaller one, now now guy now you know teams like I don't know if Arkansas done has done this because they actually have a national championship banner in basketball, but you see on like in like their practice facility they have like Sweet Sixteen, you know. And then yeah. they put the year on there and things like that, which should be celebrated. If you want to celebrate it in that little way, that's fine. But, you know, th- that's Arkansas basketball. They have one national championship. The Lakers have 17. <laughs> they have 17 NBA championships. I don't know that you hang a, ban- a banner for this. Just display the cup that you won. You got the cup. Display the cup. It's cool, not near as cool as the Larry O'Brien trophy, but still cool. Just display the cup, 
uh, rock your medal, rock your $500,000 bonus. But I don't know that you, ha- I think it's weird that you hang a banner up for it. If you, it, it's like I said, it, it got to be a smaller banner of some type. It can't be similar to the one you have up there. And I'm sure they know that, but I'm just I, thinking. I didn't even it. know they got a medal for it. I think, I think that's, that's kind of cheesy, but everybody's getting a trophy nowadays. So why not? What's another one? Well, but they actually won the thing, though. You know, yeah. like they, they, it wasn't a participation one. They, you actually won the tournament. So I, I, I like the medal. It, it's, it's not a giant championship ring that costs a hundred thousand dollars. It's, it's a medal. So I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, the banner thing's a little too much for me personally. But at the end of the day, it's, it's your, your championship, your franchise, do whatever the heck you want to do, I guess. Okay, so in other news, big Major League Baseball splash, uh, Shohei Otani signed a 10-year, $700 million deal to go, well, to not go anywhere except the Dodgers. He doesn't have to leave the city, but he switches jerseys. Uh, playing for the Dodgers, playing for a better organization, and playing for more money. Yeah. So, big time get for the Dodgers. There's no way Otani lives up to that. Lives up to that number. Although, do you know about the deferring the the money thing until the very end? What yeah. is he? Isn't he getting like two million he's, a year or getting, something like that? Yeah, two million a year for the next ten years, and. Yeah, between twenty thirty four and twenty forty four, he gets sixty eight million a year. That's wild! Wow! Yeah, uh, that's why I, I guess this helps the Dodgers out, the payroll out in the short term. I'm sure that I'm sure that somebody did the math and they were like, "Well, if we space it out this way, we can keep these players and potentially sign more." And I'm sure that was explained to him. And if he's getting the money, no matter what, then I guess you're going to be fine with it because nobody else is going to pay you $700 million except maybe the Yankees. And I don't even know if they go that high. He'll probably be retired, you know, at the end of those 10 years. So that's a hell of a retirement plan right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a heck of a number, $700 million for 10 years of service. That's pretty amazing. Especially coming from a guy that's had two Tommy John surgeries, you know? Yeah. But who knows how much longer he'll pitch, you know, I, I, I don't think there's any way he's pitching by year seven, even. Oh, surely not. But I mean, he he's he's got a heck of an arm when it's healthy. It, it just hasn't been able to necessarily stay that. But to uh, you, you couldn't have had a better situation if you're Otani. It's a, uh, I, I mean, to come off uh, your second Tommy John surgery, and you still get seven hundred million dollars ten years. Yeah, that's huge, man. It's, it, it's huge for the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers can afford it. But yeah, the Dodgers have become the new Yankees. They've become at least the Yankees of the National League. Uh, they're, but shows they care, right? Shows they want to compete. And they, if you got the money to do it, uh, go go for it, I guess. But yeah, man, that's a lot not? of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Okay, what else have we missed? We're uh, starting to run low on time. We missed lots sure, of st- stuff. Yeah, but, I'm sure we missed lots. Yeah, yeah, we missed lots of lots of stuff. But it's a it's a forty minute show. 
But how about we end things with uh, telling you a little bit about our Euro trip? All right, so uh, me, you, my mom joined us. She's the one that actually put the trip together. Shout out, Margie. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, uh, flew into Amsterdam for two nights. Uh, really explored the city on day two. Had a wonderful guide, uh, Miss Leah, showing us around. Had a wonderful guide in Amsterdam for night two. Uh, then we spent the next two nights in Brussels, got there right on time, got there for their big winter festival. I mean, we couldn't have got, gotten to Brussels at a perfect time. Super cold, yeah. but super great time. Then we go down to Paris for four nights, uh, saw the, th saw the things, all the big things you want to see there. So I went to the Eiffel Tower, went to the top, went to the Louvre, saw the Mona Lisa, saw the armless statue. What's the name of it again? Something with a V. Oh, uh, Venus, I think. Oh. <laughs> I think it's something besides that. But anyway, yeah, yeah, the Louvre was amazing. Huge place. You could spend your entire trip there uh, yeah. when you're in Paris. But then we go back it's to... Been days there, yeah. Yeah. The, then we, you know, stay in Paris for four nights, and then we go back to Amsterdam for the last two. Spent the last one in Arnhem. Uh, had, had, great, had, had a great time there open air museum the last day got to ride about 10 miles on bikes through uh through the city there and then had a wonderful meal with some uh wonderful people on the last yeah. night so uh great time uh loved going at loved being out of the states for a little bit uh got to see europe and all it had to offer had a blast would love to go back but i'll also say this glad to be back home too here in the states Got a new appreciation yep. for this country. Uh, love it here. And yeah, anything to add? America. <laughs> there you go, America. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll be, uh, we're going to get out of here, but we'll be back next week. Same time, same day as usual. But until then, this is Grand Pal. Brother Brown. Deuces, y'all. Peace. <laughs>